All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Robinson. Today, we're talking about Meet Kevin and why he is not the move for California. Let's go. We're going to start off with the one thing that I do like about him and his plans, um, but that is unfortunately not going to come without a little bit of criticism, um, and that's gun rights. Um, He's promised an increase in gun rights, but he used the words, quote, granting more privileges like concealed carry to more folks, end quote, as if owning a firearm is a privilege from our almighty government and not a constitutional right for the American people. But whatever, language aside... Uh, more gun rights would be wonderful. All right, the homeless crisis. So his plan is to create housing for all homeless within 60 days via emergency powers, medical and substance mental health and educational support immediately available, three meals per day, and centralized support, uh, quote, centralized, (laughs) who uses that word? Communists use that word, centralized planning, right? Uh, centralized support for all homeless immediately. No one lives on the streets in our state anymore within 60 days. Um, and then he goes on to talk about how the National Guard is going to be in charge of taking care of the homeless and the future facilities, that's what he calls them, that are built. <laughs> There's so many problems here. The two main contributing factors to the homeless crisis is that the cost of living here is just too high and addiction. So even if his plan of declaring and using emergency powers and using taxpayer money to build these future facilities and do all this rehabilitation and whatever and getting everyone off the streets in 60 days works, we still haven't addressed the root causes of homelessness. So we're just going to have homeless back on the streets in no time at all. My grandpa was homeless for 14 years because he was an alcoholic. After he got off the streets, he spent the rest of his life working at a homeless shelter and helping other people get off the streets. He chose to be homeless. And that's the sad truth. A lot of these individuals choose to be homeless. I know this from the conversations I've had with the community, with the homeless people. I have a huge heart for the homeless and I've spent time working with them um, for many years. I've been down to Skid Row. I spent the night down there. I've hugged these people. I've heard their stories. I've held their hands while they poured their hearts out to me about their children, about society, about God. It's not a job skills problem and it's not something that can be solved just by getting them off the streets in 60 days. It's a mental health, addiction, and cost of living problem. These future facilities are not going to solve those issues. So his plan with these future facilities sounds lovely. Like, who wouldn't want all the homeless off the streets in 60 days? But the reality is, it's not going to solve the problem. It's going to be very expensive, and it's neglecting the root causes. Kevin also wants to implement uh, a carbon tax. We will be the first state in the U.S. to institute a carbon tax, yay California, and he plans to punish, quote, polluting industries sounds awesome. Um, As far as the blackouts go, because if you don't live in California, maybe you don't know, but we have rolling blackouts. Um, Oftentimes in the summer, people will be without uh, air conditioning or power for 24 or more hours, which is brutal because it can get up to 122 degrees in some areas. He plans to build smart grids with a focus on solar and wind farms. Quote, 
authorizing improvements to existing natural gas infrastructure to help transition, transition us to a fully green grid within the next 20 years. That sounds a lot like Gavin Newsom's plan to ban gas cars and only do electric. It, it's more Democrat climate crisis propaganda. Uh, we already know how ineffective solar and wind is, how bad um, you know, wind turbines are for endangered species and animals. These things are incredibly expensive, not to mention how bad um, solar panel production is for the environment. It really is a lie. And so this is just, it's, it's not a solution at all. It creates other problems. A solution can't create more problems than the original problem. That's not a solution. It's pretty words, pretty promises to give you an illusion that this guy knows what he's doing and that he has the answers and he can save California. Sounds like all the other politicians we've been dealing with, does it not? He also plans to legalize gambling and build casinos. <laughs> gambling creates a massive social health problem. How does this help the homelessness and mental health crisis that we are experiencing here in California? Social researchers have found that an addiction to gambling is one of the root causes of homelessness. Gambling creates a dopamine kick, it becomes addictive, it becomes a drug. This is going to hurt California more than it's going to help it. All right, moving on to the housing crisis. He plans to build 500,000 new housing units a year instead of the current 80,000, and he's going to do this using California state emergency powers. So again, using emergency powers. Uh, he says that the state will control all building and safety rather than local building departments. Did someone say socialist? I do agree with his uh, push to make permits fast and free, though. That's awesome. Less regulation is better. And I would venture to say, you know, in my opinion, it's no longer as much of an inventory issue as it is an affordability issue. Yeah, there's a bit of an inventory crisis, if you want to say that. Um, but affordability is a much bigger problem. And he's presented no solution for that. The cost of living here is just far too high. And the reason I say that inventory isn't as big of an issue as affordability is because California is actually experiencing a population decrease. I'm sure you've all heard about the California exodus um, decreased to the point that California lost a congressional seat because of it. Our population, our numbers are dropping. So Kevin, uh, my question to you is why are we focusing so much on inventory and nothing on affordability. And just as a little icing on the cake, he says, quote, we'll also streamline statewide construction of new housing communities, towns, developments, and we'll do so with sustainable wind and solar farms and an emphasis on faster transportation into nearby metros. Oh, he is just a Democrat's dream come true. And then we have the future schools. Yes, that is what he calls them. He says, students graduate debt-free, for free, at 18, ready for career placement. Okay, cool. Graduating at 18, ready for career placement doesn't sound horrible. Um, it's the whole for free part that really gets me because you and I both know nothing is free. So who's paying for those future schools? These schools combine college, trade school, high school, and financial education, which sounds awesome. I wish our public education system looked a little more like that. But... Back to my question, who's paying for this? We are, the taxpayers. And how is this any different from what the Democrats want as far as free college, you know, education being uh, a human right? It's not. It's virtually the same thing, just different packaging. It's a socialist move. France does something very similar to this career placement process. 
though they are a capitalist nation, um, and speaking with my French professor, I learned that 70% of their income goes to taxes. 70% of their income goes to taxes. Now, Kevin's tax plan states that your first $250,000 of income is free um, of state taxes, which sounds eerily similar to Joe Biden's tax plan, but this just means that the wealthy will be paying for these future schools. Wow, how very socialist of him. The wealthy involuntarily giving their money to the government to support the lower class. I truly don't understand why we can't focus on fixing the current public education system and go to work in the teachers' unions instead of throwing all of this money into future schools. It's so irresponsible and so uh, idealistic and utopian. These future schools sound great, so long as they are not taxpayer-funded. He also wants speed cameras everywhere and virtual tickets. He supports a path to citizenship for illegals. And he plans to maximize the free college plans by Joe Biden. Socialist. Bottom line, after a thorough analysis of Meet Kevin's policies and plans, he's not a patriot. He does not share our Republican values. Some of his plans are quite socialist in nature. Um, he's certainly a step up from Newsom, but we can do so much better. He's selling utopia, just like the rest of the Democrats, just like the socialists do, and we don't have to settle for this guy. In the coming weeks, I will continue to jump into our front runners for the election here in California. I will share who, who I like and who might possibly be getting my vote, and I will continue to expose the candidates that are not so great. We'll talk John Cox, Kevin Faulkner, and of course, the fabulous Major Williams. And guys, I want to encourage you, no matter which state you live in, no matter which elections you're voting in, you need to vet candidates. Start by going to their website and looking at their plans and policies. It takes like 10 minutes to do that. It's so easy. Um, and then from there, listen to what other political commentators may have to say about them. Um, research them on the internet. Look at what they've done in the past, what they've accomplished, right? Look at their track record. All the things. Vet these candidates. I'm so sick of these rhinos and these losers who just sell us out and make our lives miserable. You guys, it's so important to vet candidates. If we don't, we have lost the country. I am not being dramatic. I'm perfectly serious. If we don't work harder at vetting these candidates and electing patriots, we have lost the country. It's so important for you to do your research and not to rely on what other people have to say. You need to do your own research, you need to hear from lots of different sources, and you need to pray for discernment to make strong decisions that will save this nation. It's not in Trump's hands, it's not in Charlie Kirk or Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro's hands, it's in our hands, the people. And so you need to do your part and do just a little bit of research on the front runners for whatever election your state is facing. Local, state, federal, all of them. Do your research. It's concerning to me how many Republicans just jump on board with a candidate after only hearing one or two of their policies and plans. Like I've I've seen so many people jump up to support Meet Kevin because he supports more relaxed gun regulations without looking at any of his other policies, which are quite socialist in nature. Have we learned nothing from the past? The right can be just as easily fooled and emotionally manipulated as the left. Research. We have to vet candidates better. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your week and I'll talk to you in the next one.